Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Headliner Questions coming your way here in just a second. Always good to be with you, especially when I'm not about to cough. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> I got cut off right there, but I think I have found a way. To uh, suppress the cough, yeah, you've got to, There are professional tricks of the trade, right. but they're but they're difficult. Hey, let's do this. Birch Orthodontics. We can't forget. We don't want to prattle on about me having to cough without recognizing Birch Orthodontics, the best in the business and charitable, awfully kind-hearted. The original ride or die. Yeah, Doctor Birch does Dr. an Birch. amazing job. All uh, you know, like you said, going back to uh, through the years, not just recently. And again, the campaign that Doctor Birch has right now is. She is uh, donating, uh, you know, twenty thousand yeah. dollars to five different charities, four thousand dollars each, and then she's asking for the community to reach out and meet meet uh, that that uh, those donations as well. So if you go to Dr. Birch, the Birch Orthodontics Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, all their social media, or their website, I think there's a QR code where you can go to mm-hmm. and Venmo to contribute to these causes. It's five local charities that are doing great work in the community with youths and. Uh, you know, different, you know, women that are going through uh, difficult times, uh, medical issues, uh, cancer treatments, things like that. So uh, go to um, Dr. Birch's uh, social media pages to get more information on that. Also, become a patient. If you have anybody mm. in your family that needs orthodontic work uh, or you think they might, go get a free consultation and uh, they'll set you up. They've got payment plans, best work in the business. And, uh, Great people, and they'll talk some FSU football with you if you if you want to as well. BirchOrthodontics.com is the website. Uh, check them out. They're our uh, ride or die orthodontist. All right, so T Money Knowles feels like FSU fans may be overlooking LSU. I don't feel like that is the case. It really doesn't matter if the fans are or not T Money. Um, but he goes on to say, I think everybody counts this as a win. And watching their spring game, they got a loaded veteran quarterback favored to win the SEC West, et cetera. I see it as a toss up. No, I see it as a toss up. So does Vegas. It's a one point yeah. number. Um, yeah, I'm just as concerned about this game as I was a year ago. And, you know, you always knew it was going to be a good game. Should be a great game. I they, think fans are excited and optimistic. I don't know that I would say people are overconfident. Yeah. And I don't think anybody assumes that's a win. I mean, LSU Maybe, uh, did win the West last year. I, yeah, I can't, I can't. And it ain't like you rolled them last year. You blocked an extra point. And if they'd have gone for two, you'd have lost to them. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know that anybody's overconfident. I think people are confident about the season. 
And so if people say we think they're going to win 11 or 12 games, then automatically that means, well, we're beating LSU. I'm talking about a, as a Florida State fan's perspective. But I don't know that any – and I know a lot of Florida State fans. Ira, I think you do too. I don't know that any of them are, are saying, yeah, that's a dub. Why am I even going to go down there? That's going to be a drubbing. That's going to be a very, very good game, and it could go either way. I think that game, We're on record. Yeah, We're on record of saying that. I'm more excited about this game than I was when Florida State played Alabama. I was just, that came up in my mind when you when yeah. Corey was talking. I was thinking the same thing. I think the difference there Are is y'all not listening to me. No, he was thinking about the Alabama game no, well, from from yesteryear, well, and so was I. Harken back to six years prior. Yeah, we were thinking back. You were just <laughs> okay, talking. Yeah. It just was kind of drone. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yada. I was going to let you finish whatever that point was. No, but it, it's it's <laughs> it's sparked it sparked, it sparked <laughs> us thinking. Corey got okay, us good, thinking. Good. Yeah, um, because I was wondering. In my mind, if like how what the confidence level was, but the difference there was Alabama was already Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, and Florida State had been at the highest level too, so it, it felt like. Um, but I think we were always quarterback's such a big deal, man. Like uh, you, we're much more confident in Jordan Travis going into this matchup than I think we were with DeAndre Francois. Yeah, I, mean, I there was excitement that about matchup. DeAndre. Yeah, but I don't know if we felt quite as good about it. Also, that was Alabama. Yeah, like LSU's got some really good players. Brian Kelly's a good coach. He's not Nick Saban, and that's not Alabama. Right. So, yeah, I don't think the coaching uh, matchup is uh, is really swayed that much one way or the other, like it might have been in seventeen. Burke writes: Have you considered having guests on similar headlines? Who would you have? Maybe Lulu can come in for an hour and talk Knowles baseball. Nope, not gonna happen. Sorry, Lulu. Maybe Sorry, another year, buddy. That ain't happening. Oh. Uh, two years from now, when they're decent, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll have you in for an hour and. Talk it up. Maybe about we'll get Adrian Crawford to talk about the nope. the preview. Nope. The, Love the you, Adrian. No nope. basketball season. No, nope. not going to do it. Maybe, maybe later on. We'll see. I think the truth of the matter is, it's already probably too many with the three of us. What are you trying to say, Corey? Uh, I mean, Ira, look, we need to have a talk. But it's already it's already <laughs> hey. too many with the three of us. Adding an extra voice, it might be hard to listen to. The, Y'all the, ever listen to podcasts when it's more than two or three guys? It can it's, be tough. It's really impossible. The best ability is availability, Corey, and I'm in town. <laughs> there Jeff, it is. Jeff knows I'm going to show up. There it is. I, I don't like that. I We're don't all like positioning that. I ourselves. Up here, Ira. Yeah. I'm just I saying. Just saying. I'm not blaming you for it. I'm just saying. Circumstances right, are what they are, Corey. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, really. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Who is the worst offensive lineman from this year's roster that would have started for the 2018 offensive line? Oh my God, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. I don't think we need to name them all. No, there's a bunch. Uh, yesterday, there's I'm a- at least literally like there's probably three guys, right? Three or four guys that really have no chance unless injuries happen of playing substantial minutes well, on I mean, this team. Yeah, I mean, I think they perfect- would have played for that one. Yeah, I mean, I think a perfect example is probably Zane Heron. Yeah. You know, he probably would have started on I, those teams. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Abdul Bello would have hit the portal. Yesterday on the wildly popular Jeff Cameron show, I heard about a certain tight end possibly moving to linebacker. Well, that's what I've been lobbying for, Ritley. I've been wanting Courtney to move to linebacker because I think he could play it, and I don't think he's ever going to be a meaningful starter at tight end for us. That's my opinion. Not everybody agrees with me. Not he's even a this Todd Rebold type. Yeah, I, kind I, of a Todd Rebo clone. Yeah, that's the way I think of it. I see what too. you're doing yeah, there. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Uh, uh, I will say this, though. Our guy Matt Lasser mm-hmm. has a Q&A up right now on the site with uh, your your boy Blake Nicholson, mm. who's arriving Who uh, next like. month. I'm excited about You're uh, fired up about Blake Nicholson. I am fired I, up. He's got a little Todd Rebo in him, too. 
I don't know why you think that, but I feel it too. I can't you quite put it? my finger on it. <laughs> I was thinking between him and Daryl Bush. I just uh, can't. A, yeah, a little he's bit a little of Daryl Bush. Than Bush, but very similar. Yeah, very similar. Heady kind of a player. Right, Jim Rat. Faster than Ready. you realize. Ready. Maybe coach, on the, coach on the field. Yeah, probably coach a coach's field. son in some at some point. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, kind of guy that maybe you'd want your daughter to marry. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, never yeah. Really makes <laughs> makes the world better. Makes the sport yeah, never, better. Never really know. Look, uh, I've always said this. If you get 10 minutes to spend with Blake Nichols, yeah, yeah, yeah. your life's better for it. Yeah. Your is, life's better for it. That's pretty obvious. What is the over-under for recruiting class rankings this year that has you excited versus disappointed? Is it somewhere between 9 to 11? Yeah, I'd like them to have a yeah. top 10 class. This Let's class coming up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they need to have a top 10 class. Come on now. Yeah, and I, it's honestly, time. where they're at right now and the guys they're in the mix for, I mean. Seems like a foregone conclusion to be a top yeah, 10 Yeah, I think anything yeah. lower than that would definitely feel – uh, like a disappointment because I think they could be up in, I mean, shoot, they could be in the top five or six. Really, we didn't answer your question. I don't know if it's been discussed with Brian Courtney as to whether or not he should move to defense. He did play some defense in high school, so it's not as if he is foreign to it. And I actually am not kidding when I said I I think he could be he could be a linebacker for you, but I have no idea if the coaches agree with me or not. Yeah. They could look at me and think I'm crazy. That's fine. That's just me talking out loud. Uh, God help all of you if it does happen at some point. <laughs> Oh, boy. Andy becomes like a butchist man. <laughs> I'm just going to retire. Yeah, this will be a picture of me right here while you guys talk. Talent evaluator, yeah. Jeff Cameron. Um, okay. Once college football eventually consolidates into two power conferences, how fun would it be if we adopted relegation, similar to the English Premier League? Rutgers at Indiana would become something to watch. <laughs> That's true, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. That is true. It's for real. No, I mean that would be that would be something because that's that to me that's going to be at some point. I think most people feel there's going to be some sort of group of sixty teams, whether it's two conferences, four conferences, whatever it is, and some of these teams that are in these power two conferences right now, the Big yeah. Ten, the SEC, may not be in that group, and so and and there's going to be schools who want to get in that can't get in. And so, yeah, I, some sort of relegation makes sense to me because those other schools are going to keep playing. They're just not going to be in the in the power two or whatever it is. Yeah, no, I agree. There's so much, there's so much money going around that you're like, man, what is Vanderbilt doing with that money? Like, you're wasting. We're wasting the money on Vanderbilt. They they don't bring any eyeballs, and they're always awful. And I feel like man, that's that's going to be a part of the deal. They but, should just take some of that SEC money and just start acquiring players for no reason. Like just acquiring a big ticket player and then not, to, yeah, and you know maybe play him, maybe he goes to school and never plays a down. <laughs> you're just paying him to go to school. Yeah, yeah. Do something with that money. Well, just I have keep him away from Alabama. I have joked about this that in this era where uh, NIL is king, uh, the schools that have uh, more money than they could ever possibly spend would be, you know, Harvard. Schools like that. Uh, why don't they just decide we're going to kick ass in football? That's it. Take some of that. I'm tired of it. We're going to take the billions of dollars in endowment money we have, and we are going to kick ass in the portal, and we're going to win and win big. They'd be running rough just shot over the year. Ivy just just for a year or two, just to see what it looks like. It yeah. would be pretty awesome. It like be, Harvard playing in the Peach Bowl. It'd be hilarious in the semifinal game. Yeah. Timothy writes, Jeff. This is probably a Seymour. It is a Seymour. Timothy, you were correct. Hey, guys, I feel the NCAA has botched another issue. FSU averaged 24 first downs a game last year. Tennessee played at breakneck speed and averaged 27 first downs. If the clock stops for 10 seconds after each first down, and I think that is a little high, we are saving a whopping eight minutes. That is less time than the review of an inconsequential second down catch in the first quarter. Instead of getting rid of one of the real unique parts of college football, 
How can they fix the review process, which wastes more time than stopping the clock on first downs? Love the show, guys. I think he's we, nailed it. Yeah, and we can just let Corey take the rest of the segment. That's a great. That's a great point. Who was that, Timothy? That was Timothy. That's an incredible point because he's right. Like yes. I get, we want to speed up these games. You have to make these. Uh, you've got to expedite these reviews, man. They can't be longer than forty-five seconds. Have somebody in the booth you trust that sees it and says, "No, that's a catch." They got mics. It's twenty twenty-three. They've got communication systems. The dude doesn't have to walk off the middle of the field. He can just hear it in his headset. Wait, yeah. guys, we got that wrong. Actually, that was actually a catch. We're moving it first down. Let's go. Yeah, I'm not even that, sure why they why they even have to go over to the sideline because they've got a review booth in Charlotte. Like the ACC has their home office review booth actually doing the reviews. So I don't know why the the ref has to come over to that thing in the side. And also, yeah, there needs to be a stop clock, like 45 seconds, whatever the number is. And if you don't have enough information, you don't have enough information because yeah. yep. watching it 17 times isn't going to make a better decision. It might make a worse decision. I've watched them botch this review process every year that they've had it. It's never gotten any better, and they routinely don't get it right after all of the time wasted on the review. It'd be one thing if they were batting close to 1,000. Like, you know, okay, well, at least they got it right. No, half the time when we watch these reviews, like, no, they didn't get it. They didn't get it right. (laughs) Why did we spend nine minutes of them effing this up, and then they didn't get it right? Also, get rid of uh, targeting ejections. Well, I agree with because that. I've been saying that from that, day one. But but that's a lot of the replay, too, is looking at see if, oh, does this warrant – like, it could be a personal foul, but does this warrant an ejection? Let's look at it from 25 different angles. If you got rid of the ejection, the replay wouldn't take as long because it wouldn't be – the stakes wouldn't be so high. Yeah. Throwing that out there. I, Timothy, great yeah. point. Great point. I don't know how much time the uh, – the I, I don't even think it's 10 seconds – between the first down and when the clock starts again. I think it's sometimes three or four seconds, depending on the referee who wants to keep it going. So you're not saving a ton of time with that. You would save a lot more time with the endless stupid replays. Uh, Iron Corey Bob is donating money to you two specifically. He says, I hope you enjoyed all the beers on the beach. This donation is for beverages of choice for Ira and Corey. He was talking about beers that he brought me and Tom. Oh, Oh, there you go. Yeah, and then we were on the beach together, me and Tom, over the weekend, along with our wives. Nice. And, uh, and and we did partake in those beers, and they were delicious. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it, man. Good seeing you at the uh, spring game weekend. He was there for uh, – I think he was over at the CP, too. We had a good time. So thanks yeah. for coming yep. out, Bob. Yep. Fellas, wife was out of town this weekend. I and decided Kristen. To... Enjoyed talking to Kristen, That's right. So I decided to put on a scary movie, Noel Ball on the ACC Network, 8 p.m. first pitch. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan couldn't write better endings than FSU baseball does. Finding new ways to stun the audience. What's your favorite way that we lose baseball games? I mean, there's pretty much one standard way. Yeah, we lose them. The bullpen. We lose them after having the lead in the middle of the game, fourth, fifth, sixth inning, and then we know that the collapse is coming. Yeah, I'd like to lose was... it a different way. So before Virginia Tech put up the eight spot, in the ninth inning or whatever it was, it was 16 to nine. DeSantis is on second base with one out and a fly ball to the outfield. And he tries to tag up to get to third and is thrown out and the inning is over. And clearly they weren't winning the game anyway, but I'm tired of stupid stuff like that. I'm just tired of it. It doesn't make any sense. It's the stuff I would tell Brady, like what? And he, Brady does plenty of stupid stuff too on the bases, but like, what's the point there? Yeah. You're already in scoring position. Your run means nothing because there's got to be seven other guys that score too. Yeah, there's so a, why risk it? Why risk it unless it's, it's 
walking to the base. There's a common denominator there. And 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 nice kid, you know, it is what it is. And but that's reality the reality of that team is they're having to play, they can't really do a whole lot. Like when you have a player, it would be in an ideal world, if they had the roster they wanted, you would sit him down and not that play. That player would not play. Be, yeah, he did something yes. earlier in the year, like third game that's of the year, where we were like, bunch. Okay, what are we, been doing? A bunch. What are we what are we doing? But but back to the other point, since we're brought up baseball again, because you were you're uh, you're uh, talking about the pitchers. Uh, I I got a text from somebody during the break who's got a little bit more knowledge than me and says if you look at several of the pitchers that that have pitched this year have made improvements from last year. Um, so I don't think that that's probably an accurate reflection to say that they haven't gotten better. Uh, Did you it, say several? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no chance. Well, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it. there aren't any that several on the team, and the ones that came back, <laughs> none of them have gotten better. I remember their ERAs are under six. What about before, Andrew Armstrong? What about yeah, Andrew Armstrong has gotten better as a pitcher. His ERA is six. What was it last year? I I, I don't know, man. Six point one. And <laughs> what was what? Whitaker, Whitaker, I mean, it's, you're talking. You're Whitaker's ERA like, was like one point one three last the year. Now he was, but the situations they were used in, you can't compare coming in as a situational reliever to being a starter. And then also, you know, my guy before he got hurt. I mean, yeah, he was I, my, lights out. My favorite oh, well, part. Crowell was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crowell was. Uh, Crowell was. My favorite part was that. Did you say several? <laughs> well, I mean, that's going to stick with me for a while. I but, like that. But the point is, like, you act like they he, they inherited this, like, quality pitching staff, none of whom were frontline guys, and just haven't done anything with them. Right. That's that's the That would be my I did not back. act like that. Oh, I said totally every did. pitcher that came back from last year got has has a worse ERA and worse numbers than they had last year. Every single one. I don't, I don't know if that's accurate. I promise also, you, man. But again, all... don't, you don't think that it's the, the use is different? Like, the, in that matters? that? I'm asking you. I'm asking you. You're saying the numbers are different. They're worse. My point is, if you ask somebody to go through the lineup three times versus going through a lineup maybe half a time, there it's it's a different. So it's like playing a different sport. You can't compare that. Is what I'm saying. I mean, I guess then what what are we doing? I mean, some guys they're they're long relievers to become starters. That's how college baseball works. These guys clearly don't do it. Some guys stay middle relievers their entire careers. But before Whitaker joined the rotation, his ERA was four and a half. As in the exact same role he was last year, and now and so great, but he wasn't good in his role. What, let me ask this you, year. what's more likely? If you didn't know anything, if you just if I just presented you these facts, here you have a pitching coach and a head coach who've had success in a lot of different places. Here you have some players who have not had success, and then now the next year they don't. These guys are still not having success. Is that more likely that it's them, or is it more likely the staff that's had success in the past? I'm not. I'm just saying, as a baseball, as somebody that watches baseball, nobody on the staff other than Wyatt Crowell got better, and Wyatt Crowell got better because he's Wyatt Crowell and he's awesome. That's why. He so got better. when? Do, but when do coaches deserve credit? When do they deserve blame? Until you have more information. I mean, I think the the. the I think I no, but Corey, you're not trying to make an argument. No, I don't think you're trying to make an argument that this is a bad coaching staff. Well, if you if of you course do, I'm but, not, but I'm saying you you can't say they've done a good job with this pitching staff. I didn't staff. say that. No, I'm just I, counting. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't. I you didn't said say guys have coach. gotten worse on the staff under this staff, and I'm like, well, how does that make any sense? You're you're they're all in different roles than they were in before. I there are pitchers. Would you agree with me that there are guys who start their careers as middle relievers and end their careers at middle, as middle relievers? Sure. Okay. Well. Sometimes, if you ask a guy to be a middle reliever and then change him to a Friday or Saturday starter, 
It's a different. It's it doesn't always work. Different. Doesn't always work. Look, the bottom you can't line expect is they're just going to adapt to that and pitch well. This is well, the I most debate we're ever going to have over a team that's going to win like fifteen games. <laughs> but but Whitaker wasn't doing well before he was in the starting rotation in the exact same role. That's all I was saying. If Ballmeister and Montgomery, you knew they were going to be part of the starting staff, whether it was on a Tuesday or a week or a weekend. Out, out of necessity, yeah. But that doesn't mean they're that doesn't mean he's ready for it. Montgomery's the same guy he's been. We are missing out on portal questions. I will Sorry. put it. I want to yell at Corey. I want to yell at I don't know why that happened. I was just trying to run through my head of all the several <laughs> pitchers that have been because I'm trying to year. rack my brain around the crazy <laughs> logic of your comment. <laughs> More headliner questions, I promise, when we come back. Stay with Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. MLB is finally back in full swing, and MyBookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of brand new MyBookie's money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use promo code WARCHAN to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit 200 and play with 300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Am I on? Yeah, you're good. How about uh, our three baseball teams? We could all three be leading divisions if the, if the Tampa Bay Devil Rays wouldn't. Yeah, the Rays are just, just winning every exist. night. They just continue to win every night. The they're Rays fun. are ridiculous. That's yeah. crazy what they're so doing. I need, and need the pirate, every... How are the Pirates doing? Are they y'all leading the division right now? We are tied with the Brewers, basically. Um, and you just signed your big infielder to our outfielder to a big extension. That is a miracle. That it's all is, coming together. Yeah, it's that all is coming together. Day. The fact that uh, they, that we did that is a miracle. And uh, actually, the Brewers lost last night, so the Pirates are in first place. Yes. Pirates are 16 and 7. They've won seven straight. They're 8 and 2 in their last 10. Orioles can't lose. Wow. I think it's seven straight. By the way, the um 
The Pirates have done all this without their best player who got hurt in the first week of the season. Yeah. That's hey, just la- it's, it's laying it on around. the table, buddy. It's coming around. It's 1979 all over again. Can, no, we, can we imagine now if, like, the Buccos and the Braves and then the Orioles also all of us make the playoffs? This would be. Could happen. What a time. What a time to be alive, right? It would be unbelievable. It'd be a his headlines first. Corey, Corey's hooking me up with uh, tickets to go see the uh, the Orioles and the Braves next week. Should be a great game. Thanks, right. Corey. I take back everything I said in the last. You have to admit about. I take back everything. Take back everything I said in the last segment. You know I love Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you could put a team salary cap on NIL deals, what would the total be? That's from Scott. Total. If you could put a team salary cap on NIL oh, deals, cap. what would the total be? I think it should be a percentage the same of the television the, revenue. I think it should be whatever you're paying your coaching staff. Your coaching staff gets $13 million. You get to give the players $13 million. There you go. Seems I mean, fair. Seems American. Box. Seems I'll like wait, a capitalist. I'll wait until we all sign the big television deals, and then you get whatever percentage of that we can agree on. It's just hard to say I can afford to pay my special teams coordinator $650,000, but. The guys that are scoring the touchdowns, yeah. we're going to cap them at a certain amount. But Lord, cap the coaching salaries and then cap the player salaries. Lord knows we should um, pay our special teams uh, folks a lot of money since they spend half their practices doing special teams. I mean, they get a lot of work. My God, those are some tired special teams coaches. Uh, assuming we make the ACC title game, I think it's more important we win that game against Clemson as opposed to beating them in week four. Your all's thoughts. Uh, yeah, just, yes. Yeah. To sure. be the ACC champion. To be the yeah, ACC champion. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'd, li- I'd like that. Um, good to be a champion of something. Okay. So, did Jeff chase Josh Farmer away with that awkward interview where he clearly creeped him out by focusing so heavily on his stunningly perfect teeth? Yep. I knew that question was coming. <laughs> Might have been it. You think, I can't I be in a town with that. this radio host yeah. who's hyper-focused on my teeth. Maybe, yeah. maybe he had to take another deal because those teeth are that expensive. <laughs> I'm saying that's an that's a possibility. I mean, you saw those perfect teeth, Harold. Yeah. We talked about it together. Right. I wasn't the sole uh, admirer of those. Oh teeth. no, I love them too. They were amazing. Wait until wherever he goes gets a load of them too. Like they they don't know what's coming. If it's College Station or Columbia, Missouri, or wherever he ends up going, those that, those media folks are gonna be like, well, no, because those players don't talk out there. We're yeah, lucky true. we actually get to talk to players, so they won't ever get to see his teeth. With the recent departures in the portal, do you foresee FSU trying to replace them all or being selective as to who they get? Yeah, I don't think they're worried about a couple of the guys that moved on down the road, so they're not going to worry about replacing them all. They may worry about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. If Josh is gone for good, then, yeah, they may be worried about that. That's less than ideal. And they needed some roster attrition to get to 85, so some of that was by design. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a a chance if they can get – Defensive tackle to replace Josh Farmer. That's a possibility. If they can get defensive end to replace Derek McClendon, that's a possibility. But, you know, I think we all also felt like linebacker and safety are positions where yeah. they might need to get somebody. Yeah, all places where we wouldn't be upset if they added uh, a talent to the roster. And, there are, and real quick, so there are three more days remaining in this portal window, as Jeff said, and so it's, it wouldn't be a shock if one or two more went. Mm-hmm. And if certain positions they went from, it may not be something you need to replace. I mean, there there are certain positions that are pretty full. Again, I'm not going to try to expedite anybody's uh, departure, but I would tell you that, I mean, there are a couple more guys I can think of off the top of my head that could leave and you wouldn't need to replace. But then also, um, there are positions where you are, you know, you have an abundance of talent. And if somebody left, that wouldn't be shocking either. And you'd be disappointed. Look, I mean, before camp started, I said I'd be very surprised if at the end of spring we didn't lose at least one running back. 
Maybe we don't. But, I mean, they have a lot of them, right. <laughs> and they're all really good. I could see a running back going, well, look, this ain't going to work for me. So we'll, we'll have to see. Matt writes, haven't heard much about Azaria Thomas this spring. I think this time last year there was a feeling he could be a real difference maker by now. Have you guys cooled on him being a potential future first-round pick? You know, I'm not going to lie to you, Matt. I, I have wanted to see more from Azaria. Um, Azaria, I, I, he is a talented kid. He's long. He is, he's, he's fluid. I feel like he was a guy that right off the bat hit the ground running. And then I think he hit like a freshman wall or something and just kind of leveled off. And I'm ready for him to take that next big jump because I think the talent is in there. So I I don't know if I want to use the word disappointing. He hasn't been like a bust or anything, but I just don't feel like he got that next big step forward that I thought I was going to see. Maybe he will in the fall. I mean, he did, and I was going to toss to Corey, but one thing real quick. He did play a lot of snaps last year as a freshman. He was in that defensive back rotation that Sam McCall was not which probably yeah. led to Sam McCall leaving. So they definitely value him. He definitely had a good first year overall. I think, you know, just point, we felt like maybe there would be another big jump. I don't know that that's happened, but I did, I was curious your take, Corey, because you do watch the receivers and DBs a lot more than I do at practice. Yeah, I mean, he's not uh, overly impressive when I watch him. He's not an embarrassment, but he's not uh, what you look at and say, yeah, man, that kid's a future NFL player. In the way, like the body type and the skills, I definitely. think, are there. But the way they translate into covering people so far, in my mind, hasn't translated into, wow, that guy's going to be an All-American candidate or All-ACC candidate or a potential NFL player. So much to the point that I start to wonder, is he at the wrong position? Um, that that, And I'm not saying he is. I'm saying me personally watching him, it's like, man, I, he's rangy. He can really run. He's got great ball skills. Maybe safety is where my man should bl- play. But, I mean, I think, don't you guys think this year – this 2023 season will dictate his career at Florida State. If he struggles to get on the field or, or struggles when he's on the field at corner, that they maybe make a run at him at safety or he gets recruited. They over. could. It's not an easy transition. People do do it, but it's not no, as right. easy as people think. Um, not every guy can do it. Right. Uh, he is a great athlete, and he is long, and he is rangy, and I do think that he likely could make the transition. They'll get something out of him. He's too talented. I, I'm not yeah. giving up on him in any way. But I will admit to feeling a tad bit of, of, of disappointment that I hadn't seen that next big league. Also, I, I thought also, the way he started, or he would be by now. Right. I also do think – I wonder sometimes if, if what you've got going on in your position, if you've got so many older guys at your position. I mean, he's got a lot of older guys at his yeah. position. I mean, they're, they're, they've got more corner – but I feel like they've got more cornerbacks slash nickelbacks than they have anything else. And so – and a lot of them are juniors and seniors. So that could be – create a mindset where you're like, okay, I, I'm probably not going to beat these guys out. Mm-hmm. So it could affect you. That's just one theory. What about receiver? There you go. He was a really good receiver. And I, I mean, he was right. Like right. he thought yeah. he'd have a chance to play both and he was recruited as both. Uh, I, again, that's, it's but a he's a guy that played a lot of snaps on a top 10 team as a freshman. So it's not like he's done. It's just, we, we want to see for him. We want him to be a star, not just a starter. That's kind of what we envision his career being, and especially the way he started last August with, like, one interception every practice. Uh, Parker writes, hey, guys, hope you're all doing well. Is the football team doing well enough to get into the SEC Big Ten, the only hope for the baseball and basketball teams? Um, kind of a combination thing there. I think long-term, you got to get out of the ACC, if that's what you're asking. Long-term, you got to. And, you know, Florida State, I don't think it's really going to – I mean, certainly it wouldn't help your case if you were winning five games every year. So, yes, it's going to be – incumbent upon them to be successful. 
but it's not like an open trial. People know the brand that is Florida State and what they would bring to television sets and, and, and you know, potential yeah. TV contracts down the line. I think Michael Alford's been doing a pretty good job of beating that drum over the last yeah. six months or so. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they you just hope that it can happen sooner rather than later, but none of us really know if that's going to happen. Um, so let's just wait and see. Anthony writes. How cool would it be, though, to get that SEC money and build Hauser oh, in buddy. front of College Town? It just what what that I really do think it would change the whole complexion of the program. You're losing. I just do. I just think it would be a really cool environment. I think you're gonna send Jeff into a daydream at this point now. <laughs> yeah. Where he just I mean, looks longingly into the future. I mean, how future. long have I been talking about that dump of a stadium, man? I, I get All three it. of us would be on reset. We'll be, we'd be at recess watching from the left field. Man, I did it when it was unpopular, or people recoiled that I I used the you know term dump. To describe Dick yeah. Hauser Stadium, but I'm telling you, I mean, you can see the writing on the wall, and that was years ago, Ira. Years ago. And now it really has right. fallen into a state of disrepair. Well, and they did, I, they put in a lot of money this past year, some cosme- cosmetic things, and it's better, um, but underneath is still not what it needs to be. Well, Look, and we at need- least they finally celebrated their tradition by having all, yes, you know, the, that, the, that, is, that does help. I give them credit for that. I do. But it's, you need to have Buster Posey Stadium. In college, town. Look, I, look, we all love Dick Hauser, right? I think he coached here for a year. Like, but you know the what man I mean? Like, died let, of a brain can, tumor, Corey. Let it go. Corey doesn't well, care about all that. But I get that he was a great manager, but he was only at Florida State for a year. Buster was here for three years, and Buster's got a whole lot of money. And if Buster wants a stadium named after him, yeah, let's name a stadium after Buster Posey as long as he's building it. How about you go with the cable provider for the entire university and just have it be Comcast Field and you know or stadium or however you want to do it, like they do in the SEC with their corporate partners? Let's go. The best thing Stop about if screwing they, around. If they did move it at some point, and in, in the you know there's the theoretical talk of it going over to that park where, like you guys said, the field where the old intramural fields near College Town. If that were to happen, the best part of it, not only just having like a new facility, the fact that you would have the capability of adding stands in the outfield yes. and you could have a yeah. true environment. Like, cause right now that's no matter how much money they pour into it in the current spot, I don't see how that would ever be possible. Yeah, man. I, I, I cause those sec stadiums with the college kids God, and they go nuts. They're yeah. whooping it up, throwing beers, yeah. cooking out in the outfield. Corey buddy. would be out there yeah. body oh, surfing. They'd man. have Corey every, once a game. They would this have would, You wouldn't be seeing this. Yeah, it'd be core. Yeah, I'd be the, uh, the like the uh, the animals trying to get the crowd up doing the Knowles cheer, but it'd be shirtless, <laughs> and I don't know how to do the Knowles cheer. Uh, I've watched a hundred and fifty people you. do the Knowles. Cheer. I've done the Knowles cheer numerous times. I can well, show get you. Get out there and it do it. Doesn't take much. Do buddy. it. They're playing tonight at five against Stetson. They might need you. I'll be picking up my son from football practice. What do you want me to do? Get, to get there by seven. They might. That's what do they'll a need cheer. you. Do it. I, I literally don't know how to do it other than you know you what? You don't actually have to execute it perfectly, Corey. You just got to get the N and the O and the L right. And then just and you, and yeah, then everybody runs. I got an idea. I got an idea for the animals. Yeah. Maybe if there's any animals listening to this right now. There probably are. Think about maybe like a, a an alternative to Knowles cheer to help the bullpen. We like, got to make something up? Some, a new cheer? A new cheer. In this unprecedented season. Because the Knowles cheer usually sparks the offense. <laughs> yeah. Right? In right. this unprecedented season of losses, largely at the feet of these pitchers. Maybe they just get down like on their knees and pray? Like every time? Yeah, that's what? not bad. Hey, what is, since the Knowles cheer involves bodily movements and effort yeah. and all that, so... What's like the most famous reaction to a final strike in a game seven that we've ever seen from a pitcher? Hmm. Who was the guy with the black beard for the Giants? 
that would come in and close games. Brian oh. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that? And he would always, and he had a giant, you know, he was huge. He had tattoos. That guy would always do something demonstrative, didn't he? <laughs> do some sort we, need, of we, we need something like that where everybody closer. in the stands does that and it gives the suck it <laughs> sign. Yeah, just a suck it just or something? Just suck it yeah. sign. That's what we need. The whole, all the old people at Hauser doing the <laughs> suck it sign would make Sports Center. It'd be the greatest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. There it is. If you're it, watching it, on WarChant TV, you can see it right now. The, the you great, can't great tell Mr. Weber is breaking of- it down. You, know, you can't tell me that a 19-year-old kid won't get rattled oh, if a man. bunch of octogenarians are, Think about are just the, slamming their hips like that. Imagine the ancient element of Hauser just out right. there getting it, getting it over and over again in unison. As they the ones that the listen pitch. to Lulu. They're still oh. listen, they got their headphones on listening to oh, Lulu. And, and they're, they're the giant the- 1987 headphones. It's like they can't they don't realize they made better headphones after that year. You can get new ones. You don't have to and have also, the giant I want yellow people to ones. Know, we re- we realize we're old too. It's old people making fun of other old people. That's <laughs> we're why we're slightly less old than the guys at Housing. My <laughs> God almighty. But it would be something to see them line up behind home plate, all of them. <laughs> Walking out there slowly with their arms, <laughs> like like New Zealand's. Yes, let's get, let's go. It's like happy, oh, yeah. it's like happy hour at the villages. It'd be the greatest. <laughs> Everybody's giving each other diseases. We're just going yeah, just, in just on golf carts. Here we just. go. Oh, we have solved some things here. This is so good. We That's it, it, guys. Animals, animals, you have a job. Guys, a job. convince all the octogenarians <laughs> that the suck it symbol is what happens from the sixth inning on when we bring in a new pitcher. As soon as Army comes in yeah. or Oxford, yeah. <laughs> any of those several guys, they, those guys will have a chance. Oh, my God. And then, by the way, if you get out of the inning, if it's a clean inning, the pitcher does it back to the animals. As they, yeah. do yep. they do it in unison as a salute. A whole bunch of sucking throughout house. And we, I'll we, say this. Only, if they only give up one or two runs, I think it's worthy of a, <laughs> a, solo, a, dong, a, a solo dong also gets a suck it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Nobody on base. I don't know if Link's going to go for this, honestly, though. I think he would I mean, love we'll it. See. It's an infusion of life and of a dormant program. <laughs> Hauser would be on fire. It would be can't That's miss. Right. We'd all, what are you we doing this weekend? What, I, mean, what am I doing this weekend? I'm going to Hauser. No, people are doing the suck it. The suck it chant is going to be bountiful. Because <laughs> Lord knows we're going to go through seven pitchers. <laughs> Let's yeah. see what we can get. That's right. <laughs> every time they come in there. <laughs> Seminal Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. MLB is finally back in full swing, and MyBookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of brand new MyBookie's money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use promo code WARCHAN to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit 200 and play with 300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. For those that tuned in late, we've already had a lengthy discussion about Josh Farmer. I'm not going to continue to do it for two hours, go back, or be on time. Uh, that's how that works. Respond, um, responding to a question. Yeah. So, But at the end of the day, look, I mean, you can't just say it over and over and over again. Yeah, we know. Josh Farmer's entered the portal. All right. Guy had whatever you had, 13 tackles last year. It's not like 15. we didn't note 15. So it's not like we didn't note that um, it's unfortunate. He was on the cusp of probably having a much more productive season. I agree with that. But this is the world of NIL and the portal. You're going to lose good players eventually as you continue to litter your roster with them. Uh, not everybody can be a starter. Others will try to pluck those players from your roster with, uh, you know, I'm sure it's not an inducement at all. I'm sure nobody offered him money whatsoever. It just, uh, just so happens it was it was flowery language. And that's what he uh, was wooed by and is making his way on down the road. But, again, you watch the better programs uh, that are competing for conference and, and national championships, and they lose players. They do. And we will, too, as we continue to get better and better and better. You've lost, like, 45 less than Colorado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, literally yeah, good yeah, players, yeah, Ira. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, not just players. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think again, I'm not – listen, it's not ideal, but as long as Jackson gets the waiver, Florida State's fine at defensive right. tackle. Uh, More I, than fine. Yeah, I think Tafasi's like, going to be a I really good like player. I you said we had already talked about it, and next time be on time, but then you gave whoever this person was no, no, no. what he wanted because you just talked about I it. I gave a synopsis, but oh, okay. I, I'm just reiterating quickie, for the people gotcha. that were just tuning in after I chided them, I gave them a little <laughs> right, more. Good. That's all it was. Good. That's what you do there. You, you give and take away. Are we getting any Twitter questions? I've, all, I've done is ask, all I've done is ask Twitter questions. Well, Seymour was not Twitter. That's all I'm saying. With the swirling fears of potential portal loss, writes Nathaniel Hornblower, I saw both a promising safety prospect and a promising linebacker prospect hit the portal just this evening. The more I think about it, though, I feel really good about where FSU is right now as a program, including its NIL collectives. And even if we lose a guy or two, that seems less than ideal. I think we'll be fine restocking it moving forward. That all said, it'd be really cool to get word that Daryl Jackson's waiver (laughs) has been cleared as soon as possible. Um, Yeah, listen, at the end of the day, I, it's it's going to be fascinating to see how aggressive Florida State is in the portal themselves. Right. I mean, that was the bigger question. You know you're going to lose a guy or two as you stock your lineup, as we were saying, your roster, I should say, you're too deep, you're three deep. 
But now, what do they? Where do they put the point of emphasis? Do they go out and get? Because again, if Daryl Jackson's playing for you, you're fine. He didn't play for you a year ago. Don't forget that even though teams were able to run the ball on Florida State, you had an injured Fabian Lovett after Week One. Right. He didn't play, and really. Robert Cooper was and Robert all year. Kurt yeah. Cooper was hurt all year long. So this isn't the same situation. You've got right as of right now, Daryl Jackson, Fabian Lovett, who's healthy. You brought in Braden Fisk. You got an emerging player in Tufasi, I think. You've got Briggs. You've got a lot Daniel of bodies. Lyons. Daniel Lyons. Yeah, you've got people. Now you're not devoid of depth there. Now, you don't want to lose anybody else, admittedly, and we went over that. But do they even after this latest situation with Farmer going into the portal, would they still prioritize defensive end over defensive tackle? Would they prioritize mm-hmm. linebacker if there was a plug and play guy out there? Or would they prioritize safety? I don't think we know the answer to that question. We could all speculate on that, but it's interesting. It also matters the caliber of player that's in the portal. And I think to Nathaniel's overall comment, I think it's good perspective to remember. You know, these are these are like these are like problems like when you when you've got money, like and and, and you get hit with like a big bill. Like a friend of ours, Tim Linnefelt. Just uh, got an air, he just found out he needs a new air conditioner yeah. in his car. Yeah. Sucks. And, and that's, Tim's got a ton of money. Well, I'm saying that sucks, <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. suck as much as it did when you were like in your late 20s oh, buddy. and living paycheck right. to yeah, paycheck yeah, that's a toughie. and you get hit with yeah. a car bill. So, I mean, that's that's kind of – Florida State's in a much better position. They can withstand some of these things. It's not ideal, but you're in a much better position. Yeah, you know, back in the day, if this happens like your freshman or sophomore year in college, you just were driving without air. Oh, that's what the hell you were doing. Of time. That's what that was going to be. Um, I mean, if you were still in the giving plasma stage of your <laughs> economic development, <laughs> right. then, you know, needing a new air condition was a toughie. <laughs> <laughs> any fluid, really? Yeah. You would give any fluid uh, for money. Whatever back you then. need, I need. You know, I got to get this Tap air fixed. It. I am living in Florida, um, but yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see what they end up doing with um, what they prioritize. Uh, I'm like you, Ira. I really believe that they they have what they need at safety. I could use another bona fide starter there, but without that, I don't want to get a guy that's just akin to the guys we already have. And you and I've talked about that because we both think Shaheen Brown's going to have a good year. And, yeah, I'm, and I'm worried, you know, I'm worried that we didn't see him just take off in the spring. But I still think he'll be all right. And I think he was playing a little dinged. Yeah. You probably can never have enough defensive linemen either, right? I, I don't know sure. that you can have enough. I, they, they, it dictates the whole defense. So I feel like if you have a safety that you're pretty good warm on and you have a defensive end or a defensive tackle you're warm on, you always err on the side of the guy that's closer to the line of scrimmage, right? Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, I, well, yeah I mean, offensive defensive line where I always err, yes. So, just throwing that out there. And you air often. And then I go right in the portal, and I grab me an offense for a defensive lineman. That's Dang what right. I do. But right. uh, oh, beauty. made another mistake here. I, I I trimmed, I edged a little too close. Better go get me an mm. offensive lineman. No, I don't know. I, I, it'd be interesting. I haven't, you know, it's funny because if you don't do it today, people think you're not actively pursuing anybody. Well, I mean, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I think there's probably several guys that uh, we're interested in. Uh, and, and we'll see where it goes from there. you got to compete with other people at this point. Um, I don't think I'd read too much more, by the way, into anybody else until, you know, they make the announcement because this is what happens. I've seen it. at on the, When you go on the on-three boards and you go to other programs mm-hmm. right after they lose a player, I do this a lot because I, I kind of enjoy it. Well, yeah, I, I, I like to see, you know, the shot in front. But when they lose players, the first thing that happens is on those boards, somebody then begins a rumor that the next most important guy that you can't afford to lose is considering. And then from there, 
This erroneous report potentially is now everybody. I've heard that too. What are we going to do now? Who else do we go get? I don't think we really know. I'm short of a player coming out and saying it. But again, not going to be surprised if you lose a running back. Not going to be surprised if you lose another player, uh, let's say, on the offensive line. It wouldn't shock me. You've got an abundance of riches there. Um, So uh, it's, it's not uncommon. If sacrificing baseball and basketball programs ensured a football national championship, what's the minimum win count you'd take? Would you let both sports go winless? How would it change if softball and soccer were part of that equation, writes Anthony? Ooh, I like it. I was under the impression maybe this is already the deal's already been made, and that's why we had this basketball <laughs> in this baseball season. Yeah, or the deal was already the at the crossroads playing the banjo yeah, or whatever you I have like to do it. to make this deal. Um What's I the- mean, look, man, this is miserable. Like, it's not fun. And I know baseball isn't a driving sport as far as our our jobs and our livelihoods. But watching a team like this is not fun. The basketball team was soul-sucking. Like, it just was hard to watch, especially because of the heights it had reached recently. So with that said, yeah, they could both go winless if it if it gets a national championship for football. I winless. know where my bread is buttered. Winless, winless, winless oh, buddy. Owen, fifty. Weren't they basically winless this year in basketball? No, I mean, you know not. what I mean. What do you take away the Cleveland shot against Miami? I mean, nope, who- you're not taking that from me. I enjoyed the <laughs> hell out of it. It was awesome. It was also part of the most unlikely comeback, maybe in basketball in- history. You're right. Quite in literally. sports history. I, in I'm organized serious. sports history. It was insane. There was no reason for it whatsoever, but it happened. It that was happened. a Final Four team that they beat on the road down by 25 in the second half with nobody that could really score. No. It's it's incredible. It's absolutely – so answer the question, Jeff. 0-30, if you, would you have liked this basketball team, this past basketball team, mm-hmm. if it went 0-32? But you were about to win the Florida State. You're about to win the national championship in football. Would you not trade for that? I mean, I would. Oh, and 32, yeah. you would. But then you'd follow that up with oh, and 51 in baseball. Like, that's a tough, that's a that's tough, a tough one, man. look. Mm. But you sandwiched in mm. between that meat. It's almost like you didn't even the- win a national championship in football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't get know. It. That's a lot of losing. That is a ton of losing. No, and it's not like the answer is you. You cannot win a football national championship. You might still win a football national championship, but well, it guarantees now, it. Yeah, I still think you could take a, a a winless baseball and basketball season. Imagine beating Alabama like in the Rose Bowl for the national championship, Ira. Let Come me on now. All right. So if we were all in on it and we were notified, and we knew guys, it, it was going to happen, you're gonna. This is part of the deal. You're going to win this yeah. national title after, but then you're not going to win any games in these other two sports. Then I think you could accept it. You so would if you were accept trotting it. out yeah. to the yeah, to yeah. the TLC double C every week. The other reason you would accept it under Ira's yeah. scenario is because you could get rich as hell off of knowing that, and that's all that really matters. Forget about it. We're set for life, boys. We, we start our own collective. Good job to everybody. That includes you, Corey. And Ira, oh, of course. You, yeah, Appreciate I, that. I love you too, brother. That's it. That's all. Uh, Director Matthew, a champion as always. Peace. 